This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Heath. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield and Ward White. And good afternoon. Welcome. Welcome one and all to game time here on a Friday afternoon. It's Friday. It's the it's uh, middle to late summer. Shouldn't be a whole lot going on today. Ward White. I mean, it just should just you know, we, we're going to talk a little baseball, a little Ranger baseball trade deadlines coming up. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's kind of the body of what we'll do today. Right. I mean, <laughs> this, nothing else going on. This is absolutely nuts. What is going on with uh, the Big 12? And it is, you want to talk about fluid? This thing is very, very fluid. And it is it is changing, I, I was going to say hourly, but I mean, it's, it's changing within the minute. I mean, every time you turn around, there's something new going on. There's all kinds of, and, and here's the hard part. The hard part, I think, is how do you, how do you separate fact from fiction from rumor and that's well, the I hard think there's part. a lot of speculation out there there's I mean, a ton there's a ton of speculation going on and so everybody wants to get their opinion in and, and say well this I, I heard this i've got this and it it's just catching like wildfire you know that's that's the way these things go though and until it completely plays out we're gonna have fun talking about all of them you know one of the things that i heard and i took and i totally believe it is that the remaining eight are going to be unified and, and do everything they can to keep this thing together? Well, I've heard the opposite. Well, but it, but here's the thing: they're going to be unified until they're not unified. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, I've heard I mean, three have already reached out somewhere else, and so I, I mean, I who knows? I I don't know that we really anybody really knows exactly what's going on. Look, I mean, there's one out there that has Tech, Baylor, and TCU going to the Pac-12. There's one out there that has Kansas, Kansas State, and Iowa State going to the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. You know, and all those kind of make which sense. They all make sense know, to, to some degree. But we've talked about TV. TV drives the thing, and now you're going to have three schools in the Central Time Zone playing everybody in the Pacific time zone. So, yeah, that women's basketball game that starts at 7 o'clock in uh, Washington mm-hmm. is now a 9.05 tip-off in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's it, going to be different. It, it may happen, but, boy, it does not feel good, does it? What makes me really concerned about hearing all these splinters going out different ways and three teams have reached out here. Look, and I, I – if they're reaching out, good for them because they need to do their due diligence before they make any decision mm-hmm. on anything. So that's the way it should be. But if they all do end up reaching out other directions, it just kind of tells me that the Big 12 is done. Oh, there's no doubt if yeah. that's the case. They're not going to they're not going to go add SMU and, you know, cuz I've heard this too. They're going to add SMU and Houston and Rice and bring them in and the Big 12 will continue on. Not I don't happening. I don't see that happening. Not happening. And you're not adding UCF. I've heard UCF in fact. Uh you know today. I mean in Memphis. Oh, in, in, yeah. That doesn't do anything for the league. Sorry. No disrespect, but that doesn't do anything for the league. No. And, and for your tell and it and we're talking about from the TV perspective because that's what you have to talk about. That's what this thing's about. It's about TV and money. Well, yeah, they've got to yeah. find a way to get that revenue 
or keep that revenue that they have right now and continue forward, which I don't I don't see them with that type of conference being able to get that type of TV revenue. Now, you, there's, there's not a big dog in town. You've got to go find a marquee program to replace those marquee programs. Sorry. And, and you're not going to. And you're not going to right now. Now, the weird thing would be, because let's say this thing plays through 2025, like 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 you're hearing. I don't think it will now. That, but But let's just play that card. Okay. <laughs> How weird would it be to know that, well, you got three going to the Pac-12, you got four going up to the Big Ten, you got two going over to the SEC, yet this league is going to be intact for the next three years. Yeah, that's not going to happen. That is a the, weird dynamic, isn't and, it? And what they're saying is that could happen because of, well, Texas and OU are locked into 2025. Well, they're not actually locked in. They can buy their way out. Yeah, absolutely. $76 million a piece will get them out of the Big 12. Well, and, and, and they can kind of wait, and if the Big 12 dissolves, they don't know anything. Right, but the, I I don't. Well, the Big Twelve's not going to do that. I don't think they're going to. The do Big that. Twelve will not. They no. they will not empty camp and say, "Okay, you're free and good." You're, yeah. they're going to hold their feet to the fire and say, "You owe us seventy six million if you want to go play right that's now." That's right. That's right. Big Brother, if you want to go play next door, you're going to write the check for seventy six million dollars. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, that's they won't. Happen. They won't dissolve and just say, "Okay, let's let them out of yeah. this deal." Yeah, that yeah we're won't nice happen. guys. No, no, we're nice guys. What I meant though was. Say those feelers that teams are putting doesn't matter out, putting out doesn't matter. Big Twelve will not do that. Okay, no, they're they're not going to, and I don't think they'll do it early. Uh, you know, I, no, they they will stay. This is all planned. They will long hold their term. feet to the fire and say, okay, you're going to stay till 2025 yeah. because, or you're going to buy your way out. We're, we'll keep the Big Twelve together at least that long because they also the reason why they'll do that on top of that if i'm not mistaken that's where the tv contract runs to right it does yes okay absolutely. so they're not going to just throw that money out the window no. and say well we're going to dissolve and the heck with the rest of this contract so you guys can go play over here and we're going to build something over here they're not they won't do I that i don't see it happening uh-huh. either nope I, I totally agree with you i, I think <laughs> and again we're assuming we're assuming that a&m can't get this blocked I mean, we're assuming that they can't get it blocked. Yeah, they need how many others they need, on their they side? They need them and three other no votes. I don't, I don't. And Missouri's know. is probably a no vote. I would think maybe, yeah, because they don't want to mess with Oklahoma. Yeah, I mean, you know, they've got, you know, they're recruiting in the middle of the country. Where do they get the other two though? Yeah, well, you got to go find them. Yeah, I don't know that you can. Well, I mean, I mean, if you're A and M, can you call in a favor? I mean, if you're Missouri, can you call in a favor? That's what you're looking at. And again. Uh, and the SEC may turn the heat up on A and M to go eat. Stop it. Yeah, this is there. You, there you yeah, go. I mean, because they want the, the name on the front of the jerseys right. in their conference. Yep. So anyway, all right, we're gonna get. We've got a uh, look. It's it's the story. It, it really is the story. So we're gonna talk to Shehan Jayaraja, who covers the Big Twelve for Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. We'll talk to him today, Eddie. Radosovich from uh, Sooner Scoop is going to join us. We haven't really gotten the, the the Oklahoma perspective, and so we'll do that today. What's what's where does Baylor? Where, where are we going with the Bears? Uh, kind of important for us here at this radio station. So we'll we'll look at that. Bryce Cherry from the Waco Trib is working on a story for tomorrow's uh, Waco Trib, and we'll dive into that. So uh, we'll have him on the program, and who knows who else we might. You never know. We might get a congressman call into the program, or a, or the president of the United States. Mosley knows some people, doesn't he? Oh yeah. I mean, he had Pete Sessions call in the program, right? Yeah, uh, I 
Yeah, I pick up the phone, and uh, it was an aide to Congressman Sessions, and uh, he was like, uh, he, he had mentioned that they were friends, and he knew him. Mm-hmm. You know, so what if you know if 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 he could do something, and and uh, he says, would y'all like to talk to the congressman? I was like, sure, and then I told Matt, and we. We had him on for about 10 minutes. That's very cool. Very cool. All right. uh, I tell you what, let's talk a little Cowboy football. And we are going to talk some Cowboy football in our next segment with Calvin Watkins from the Dallas Morning News covering the Cowboys in Oxnard. But uh, did you see what what, uh, Zeke said about the COVID virus and the vaccine? Yes. Uh, Very. uh, And here's what he had to say. (laughs) Uh, I mean... You just told me something new, but like I said, it's everyone's body. You got to respect that. You can't just, I mean, a check is only monetary. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I mean, you can't put a price on someone's health or, you know, what they think will make them feel good or not make them feel good. So, I mean, that's, like I said, you're kind of walking the tight line. That is Zeke when he was finding out that, hey, he may lose a game check if they if they can't play a game. So that's the NFL turning up the heat on the players, really, if you want to know the truth. Well, Zeke went out and got his COVID vaccination, mm-hmm. what he was talking about, mm-hmm. and, and said, it's you know, it's a decision that I went ahead and made because I want to be on the field for my team and, and not have it stopped down because of me. Even though growing up, my family, we didn't do vaccines. They didn't do them. They did and not so, do them. He went ahead and said, you know what, it, it's still a personal decision, and he made the decision that it's different from what he grew up doing, but for the better of the team, he was going to go ahead and do it. But he's not going to tell his teammates, hey, you need to go do this, because they need to make up their own mind. And I respect that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, he also talked about playing at a higher level next year. He felt that he let the team down a year ago and, and talked about the, all the fumbles that uh, that that occurred. And and uh, really, uh, I think he's kind of got his jaw set, so to speak, Ward, that uh, he's going to play better football. You know, just having a year I had last year, uh, don't really need more motivation than that. And, uh, you know, I just know the type of player I am, and uh, I don't think I, I showed that last year. And so, you know, I got a lot to prove. Um, so, you know what I mean? I just made sure... I didn't leave any any doubt out there that that uh, I didn't do as much as I, I needed to do. That is Zeke talking about getting better, playing better, playing at a higher level for the football team and being a leader on the football team. I kind of like the approach early in camp. Yeah, and he made a conscious decision to do that in the offseason. If you'll uh, just go back and look at what he did in summer workouts and mm-hmm. some of the rumors we were hearing about summer workouts. He's trimmed down to what he was at Ohio State. Yeah. And that's the slimmest he's been since he's been in the NFL. So and he's, he's without losing strength. Yes. He's gotten stronger and he's gotten leaner and he feels like he's gotten faster. And so we may see a rejuvenated uh twenty one this season and look, I'm all for it. And and you know me, if it goes through the running game, I, I like that <laughs> even more. All right, uh, 4.13, now we're going to check in with Calvin Watkins from the Dallas Morning News covering the Cowboys and Oxnard. We'll do that coming in just a couple of seconds. But first, we're going to talk about Morrison's Gifts. You know, it's your uh, gift headquarters and has been since 1979, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or or just because, one of those just because gifts. Uh, you can get that gift and get it wrapped professionally all in one spot. We're talking about Morrison's Gifts. How about some John Hart leather goods? How about a candle or some jewelry or a key ring or any of those type things? They're available at Morrison's Gifts 
4308 West Waco Drive. You can choose from all kinds of great products. And, uh, and, and as we mentioned, once you make that purchase, then they're going to uh, wrap it up and it is going to look immaculate. And then you're going to take that home and you are going to be a hero. Uh, so, hey, guys, when, when you're just thinking about your wife, just don't think about your wife. Think about your wife and go get her a gift just because at uh, Morrison's Gifts. They're a Baylor alumni-owned business. And, again, they're uh, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Shopping Center, 4308 West Waco Drive. Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. As we head into the overnight, expect mostly clear skies and a low of around 76 degrees tonight. Winds will remain out of the south anywhere from 5 to 15 miles per hour. We'll wake up to mostly sunny skies tomorrow and remain fairly warm as we head into the afternoon with a high of 97. Heat index values will be anywhere between 99 and 103 degrees. Make sure to join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5:30, 6, and 9 for your forecasts first. When you're dealing with life's ups and downs, it helps to know the ins and outs of insurance. Farmers Insurance has been sharing practical insurance knowledge for more than 90 years. At David Greenup Insurance Agency, they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. Contact David Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889 to find out how he can help you protect the things that matter most to you. That's Greenup Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889. We are farmers. Bum, ba, dum, bum, 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 bum. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel & Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel & Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at pioneerboys.com. Feel like you're missing out on the fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive through and delivery. Now, you can get the famous purple margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos and Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. Your body needs essential nutrients to keep you healthy and feeling good. While these nutrients are found in the food we eat, most adults don't get everything they need through diet alone. That's where Cooper Complete comes in. Visit coopervitaminquiz.com and take the vitamin needs assessment. When you do, you'll not only find the right supplements for you, you'll get 10% off your next purchase. That's coopervitaminquiz.com for 10% off Cooper Complete supplements and the knowledge you need to fill the nutrient gaps left by your diet. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams & Sons Roofing. Known as the Cleveland Indians since 1915, the Major League team in Cleveland will now be known as the Cleveland Guardians. The name change will go in effect at the end of the 2021 season, the team announced this morning. The idea of Texas and OU to the SEC continues to grow. The Big 12 athletic directors and their university's presidents and chancellors held a video conference last night to discuss the possible moves. Both OU and Texas were invited to the meeting, but declined to participate in the call. The Cowboys will place Amari Cooper, Demarcus Lawrence, Tristan Hill, Greg Zerline, Mitch Hyatt, and Chansey Goldston on the pup list as training camp opens. Rangers and Astros open a series in Houston tonight. First pitch at 7:10, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Eighteen minutes after four, four eighteen. Welcome back into the program, Tom Barfield, Ward White, Aaron Sexton. We are glad you're with us. We'll get, we'll dive back into uh, uh, more of the Big Twelve stuff in just a few minutes, but we want to talk about Cowboy football, the Cowboys in training camp in Oxnard, and we're joined now by Calvin Watkins from the Dallas Morning News. Calvin, good afternoon. Thanks for your time today. Hey, what's going on? Not a whole lot. We appreciate you being with us. Hey, the, the other day when the when the Cowboys held the, the state of the Cowboys or however that uh, that speech goes, Jerry Jones on several <laughs> occasions, state of the union, whatever, you, yeah, whatever you want to roll with. <laughs> Jerry got emotional on several occasions. Uh, what was your take there? Uh, don't take this the wrong way because I'm I'm also entering that phase. But old people cry a lot. So uh, I think that's that's how I take that. That uh, old people cry a lot; they get emotional, especially when they think about their own mortality. Um, you know, I'm 53 years old, and I think about it too sometimes. And I, I get misty-eyed. So when it comes to to Jerry, I think he is in the same boat. He's realizing, hey, I'm not getting any younger, and the longer this takes me to get a championship, you know, I might never get one again. So. I think that's what it was about. I think it's perfectly normal. Uh, it's it's a great human emotion that we have, and uh, I encourage it. But this is not the first time um, Jerry has cried. As you guys remember, when they uh, hired Wade Phillips back in, uh, what was it, 2009, 8, whenever, 2007, 2007, when they hired Wade Phillips, Jerry said, I want to get this right, and he started choking up. So, you know, this is not the first time, and it won't be the last. But it's okay. I think it's okay. And he also uh, he also talked a little bit about Jimmy, which uh, I, I didn't uh-huh. see that coming. I mean, neither. I was a little surprised by that. But you know what? He's probably saying, man, I really messed this up. And he did. You know, they, 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 they probably could have won four titles if Jimmy Johnson was still around. But, you know, Jerry was a little bit younger, and his ego got in the way of it. He wanted some credit. He wasn't getting the credit. He felt like, hey, you know what? Anybody can coach this team. So I'm sure a couple of uh, Johnny Walker Blues had something to do with that <laughs> conversation. <laughs> and the next thing you know, uh, you know, Barry switches the coach. So, um, and, and he's probably got regrets. We all have regrets in life. Um, you know, Jerry's not, the great thing about Jerry Jones is he wears his emotions on, on his sleeve. And you know where you stand with him. And that was, in, you know, the other day was a prime example of that. Calvin, with the Cowboys in training camp, it begs the question, and hearing Jerry talk and being emotional about it, wanting that Super Bowl very, very badly, how close are the Cowboys to that? Uh, 
I don't think they're close. Um, they got some issues with their defense that they have to fix. That's that's number one. Even though Dak Prescott is back in a sense, we still need to see it on the field. There are some questions about Mike McCarthy as a head coach, whether or not he can manage a team under a tremendous amount of pressure. Dan Quinn, um, we want to see if he could get this thing going with the Cowboys defense that was uh, atrocious last year. So um, I don't think they're close. You know, they, they look, they went what, six and 10 last year. Mm-hmm. Um, the first two games this year on the road, Tampa and Chargers. Uh, it's going to be very difficult for them. they got a tough schedule, no doubt about it. You, you mentioned Dak back, but when, mm-hmm. when will you be comfortable that Dak is really back? I mean, does he need to, does he need to play, get tackled, take some hits in, in a preseason game for you to be comfortable with where, what you've seen so far? Yeah, I, I do. Um, you know, seeing him on air and stuff like that is fine, but we really need to see him when someone is chasing after him and they're diving at his leg. We need to see him when, you know, Tyler Biotis steps on his foot after, you know, a a, a quarterback center exchange, you know. And we need to see how that feels because football is physical. You get beat up. You know, this is not, you know, baseball. It's not golf. It's not tennis. This is where another man is trying to knock your block off. And so once we see some of that, and we'll get that in the preseason because he's going to play – in the preseason, probably the first one against the Steelers, then I'll, I'll feel a little bit better about that. How do you think this defense is going to look, at least initially, under Dan Quinn? Um, that's, that's hard to say because he's got so many moving parts. Right. You know, we got Micah Parsons going to play outside linebacker and defensive end. You know, we don't have Demarcus Lawrence. We're not going to see probably Demarcus Lawrence until week one. You know, um, you know the secondary. It looks as if Anthony Brown and uh, Trayvon Diggs are going to be the starting corners. Uh, Kelvin Joseph, who's a second-round pick, you know, he could, he could barely get on the second team. You know, he's behind Mayshawn Wright, who they just drafted in the middle rounds. The, Donovan Wilson is probably going to start at safety, but they got, like, two new players that they're trying to form, you know, you know, bring in the mix. So there's a lot of, you know, moving parts to this defense. I'm not really sure how it's going to pan out because Dan Quinn, his defense in Atlanta wasn't like they were leading the NFL in, in, in defense neither. And he's bringing some guys in, you know, from from that group. So uh, after the, after they play Tom Brady in week one, then maybe you call me and we can revisit that issue <laughs> on fr- Friday afternoon. <laughs> Calvin, you talked about the defense and, and, and some of the questions. What about the offense? Can they score enough to overcome that and win some games? Can they put up 30 a game? Is that crazy? No, I, I, that's the one thing I'm not really worried about is offense. I mean, they got great receivers in Amari Cooper, uh, Gallup. They got CD. Jarwin is back from the ACL. I mean, obviously Dak is, is returning. The offensive line should be healthy. Wow, Collins looks like he lost about 15 pounds yesterday. And when I watched him practice and Tyron Smith, um, he, he looks great. You know, he's smiling. He's looking like an Adonis out there. And, um you know, Zach Martin's one of the best guards in the game. He looks fantastic. So, offensively, they should be fine. Um, yeah, they can have a study a game. They were doing that anyway. But when when Dak got before Dak got hurt, uh, their biggest issue was the quarterback play because they had they didn't have a quarterback after Dak went down, and then everything went went to hell because everyone was hurt. If everyone's healthy, they should average at least thirty a game. That's a great offensive uh, uh, unit they have. 
in Calvin, I don't know what if they get like what thirty five backup quarterbacks in camp right now. Who, 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 I mean, who steps up from that group and wins that backup job? Because we know after watching last year, just how important that number two spot is. Oh yeah, you know today I asked um, McCarthy about uh, Ben DiNucci, who looked horrific last year. He's throwing sidearm, man. I don't know what he was doing in Philly <laughs> last year in that game. But he said Danucci is, is taking a, a step up. Um, you know, Cooper Rush, um, you know, he's been around a little bit. He's okay. Uh, Garrett Gilbert, I thought, had a nice little first day of practice uh, yesterday. I would say right now Garrett Gilbert is probably the number two guy. You know, Danucci needs to step it up a little bit. I think they're going to keep two QBs. I, I think Danucci still practice squad eligible, so they might try to get him back. I don't think anybody wants him, so you can put him through waivers. Um, so they got, they got some issues at, at the backup spot. Um, they tried out a couple of guys, some veteran guys, and this didn't work out for whatever reason. So we'll see what happens. But as of right now, I would say Garrett Gilbert is the, is the, is the leader as the number two guy as we enter you know, the early stages of camp. Calvin, other than Dak being able to stay healthy, we know that that's the, the key to this offense. But the second key to this offense, is it the offensive line being able to stay healthy and keep the depth that they need to have to be successful? Oh, yeah. I mean, the offensive line had, what, 50 guys playing <laughs> last year for them? You know? But, yeah, like, you get Lyle Collins back at right tackle. You get Tyron Smith back at left tackle. That That's your foundation, you know? Connor Williams, a lot of people don't like Connor Williams, but you know what? He didn't miss any games last year. He missed one snap because his shoe came off in, in the in the opener. And so he was a solid guy at left guard. And obviously, we talked about Zach Martin, one of the best in the business, all pro. Tyler Biotis, you know, he only started four games last year, but now it's his job. You know, they're not bringing back Joe Looney. It's Tyler Biotis. So the offensive line, if you, that continuity, and you guys know this, that continuity, if it's important in the offensive line, you can have success, and I think they will. What are the players saying about uh, you know the the conversations uh, that are that are going now about if hey if 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 you miss a game and if the team can't play then there's not going to be a game check. I mean, it was was there much conversation about that today? Um, not today, but yesterday when we informed Zeke Elliott that if, if the game is forfeited because the other team you know, can't feel the group because of some, you know, some positive tests. Everyone misses the game check. The forfeiting team and the other team, Zeke was like, what? <laughs> he was very surprised by it. And he said, well, I got vaccinated, you know. Um, and, I, and I think, you know, without saying that the league is telling players, you got to get vaccinated because we're not going to move games around like they did last year. Remember the Steeler game got moved around three or four times mm-hmm. because there were some positive tests. And, and then remember uh, when, when they played Baltimore, uh, Des Bryant, he apparently had a false positive, and he got on the field, and they pulled him off. So now the NFL is like, we're not going through that anymore. Everyone get vaccinated so you can fight this uh, virus as best you possibly can because if someone tests positive, if we get 10 or 12 guys test positive, you know what? No one's getting paid. So they're forcing guys to get vaccinated, and that's probably the only way they can do it. Hey, what are you working on right now? I'm working on going to Blaze Pizza right now. But <laughs> in terms of uh, for the Dallas Morning News, I'm going to write a story about Dak uh, tomorrow, probably about him playing in the preseason, him not thinking about his ankle, um, him being like one of like seven or eight offensive players that are back. 
you know, as we talked about with the with the three offensive linemen, Blake John in the tight end, uh, Zeke is coming back healthier now. He's about 218 pounds, and Dak himself. So, and obviously we need Amari Cooper to come back at some point with that surgery. So it's more about Dak playing in the preseason. He's back with his guys, and the Cowboys expect big things out of the most expensive commodity on the field. Hey, Cowan, thanks. We appreciate it uh, and, and look forward to uh, to uh, checking out the, the story tomorrow morning in the Dallas Morning News, and we appreciate your time today. I appreciate you guys. It's been a while since I've been to Waco. I need to come down there one of these days. Come see us. We'll go have lunch. Yeah, we need to. We'll, we'll, we'll make Ward by, but we'll go have lunch. All right. Hey, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Talk, talk, talk to you soon. That is Calvin Watkins from the Dallas Morning News. Great insight on the Cowboys and Oxnard. 429, we are back with Shehan J. Araja from Texas Football Magazine. That's next. A high fly, deep right center field. Taylor turning to look. It's gone. Texas Rangers baseball on ESPN Central Texas. Here's a swing and there's a drive the opposite way to deep left. Kemp is going back. He looks and that ball is history. Follow the Texas Rangers all season long on your home for Texas Rangers baseball, ESPN Central Texas. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. Walking into a gym can be very intimidating and uncomfortable. Mobile Muscle can help. The importance of your health is something you can't put a price on. It's a new year, which means God is giving you the opportunity to start fresh. Life is busy and times are different. With my workout program, I customize a plan that will work specifically for you and come to you. No gym membership wasted. No workout equipment needed. No excuses. I'm Matt Cunningham, and I'm Mobile Muscle. Give me a call or text today, and let's kickstart this year off the right way. 254-716-5174. Just call PP Services when electricity is on your list. Call BP Services, your need is our priority. Call BP Services at 254 292 8908. Your need is our priority. 292 8908. Your need is our priority. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Known as the Cleveland Indians since 1915, the Major League team in Cleveland will now be known as the Cleveland Guardians. The name change will go in effect at the end of the 2021 season, the team announced this morning. The idea of Texas and OU to the SEC continues to grow. The Big 12 athletic directors and their university's presidents and chancellors held a video conference last night to discuss the possible moves. Both OU and Texas were invited to the meeting, but declined to participate in the call. The Cowboys will place Amari Cooper, Demarcus Lawrence, Tristan Hill, Greg Zerline, Mitch Hyatt, and Chansey Goldston on the pup list as training camp opens. Rangers and Astros open a series in Houston tonight. First pitch at 7:10, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right.
right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Aaron, we're uh, glad you're with us as we continue our conversations this afternoon. It's uh, it, we're uh, we are joined now on uh, on the phone lines by uh, Shehan Jayaraja from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. Shehan, it's the middle of July. It's uh, just baseball season. There's not much going on right now, is there? <laughs> well, listen, we just talked last week. Uh, you know, Bob Bowlesby, the commissioner of the Big 12, was like, hey, man, this is the first time in a couple of years I haven't gotten realignment questions. So I assume there's nothing to talk about, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then the bombshell. And is, is, this, is this a done deal? Is there any way this, that you can put the genie back in the bottle at this point? Well, I'll tell you what. So I think that when this news came out a couple of days ago, obviously Brent Thornman over at the Houston Chronicle, tremendous job breaking this story. I think at that point there was still a lot to be done, right? There were still a lot of steps to have, and there's still a lot of steps that need to happen before, you know, texting the OU to the SEC is a completely done deal. But the one thing that I think is a done deal at this point is that Texas and Oklahoma will not return to the Big 12 they could give intent within the next 48 hours, potentially by Monday, uh, that they don't plan to return, that they won't be part of the Big 12 heading forward. And that kind of gets the SEC conversation started. Now, there's been a lot of reporting out there that kind of says that the SEC might move quickly, could offer them a spot as early as next week. That doesn't mean that they'll join at that point. It's really you know, potentially two or three or maybe even four years before they'll be able to join officially. But I, I think that certainly this has come together quicker than anybody, and I include the people in the room, maybe expected. And so, look, again, I think that the SEC stuff, there's still a lot of steps left to happen, but it certainly looks at this point like it's going to happen. Do you see any way that the Aggies can get some momentum and get this blocked? Well, I think it, when this first came out, our first thought was, okay, Texas A&M's going to be against this. Uh, you know, and Kirk Bowles over at the Statesman originally reported that Missouri was considering declining them as well. And I think that we all thought that maybe Arkansas would be another team that might look into, the, into saying no to them. But in that time, the SEC has kind of come together, had those conversations. And it sounds like right now Texas A&M is the only school that, if the vote happened this week, would plan to vote against them. It would be a 13-to-1 vote. And so, you know, look, I think that for the rest of the, for the, rest of the Southeastern Conference, they, I'm sure that the commissioner got to them. I'm sure the big money people got to them. I'm sure the other athletic directors got to them and kind of said, listen, I understand your concerns, but this is just too good a thing for the SEC to be able to turn down. So I would not anticipate that, uh, that that's able to happen, but certainly, I mean, listen, I, if, we were, if I thought that we were going to have this conversation a week ago, I would have thought that you were crazy, and, and here we are. <laughs> There's been several speculations of what happens to the Big 12, and it, does it dissolve? Do do they go invite some teams from the area and try to rebuild the Big 12, or do everybody go to the Pac-12? I mean, there's all kinds of speculations. In your opinion, does the Big 12 survive this, or is it done? I think that the, the interesting thing is going to come when new Pac-12 commissioner George Klievkov comes in and kind of decides, you know, what do we want the future of our league to be? Because – I think that the Pac-12 is going to, in some ways, going to have to be the saving grace if the Big 12 does not survive, right? I think that Baylor and TCU and Texas Tech and Oklahoma State, those are teams that are going to be really uh, lobbying for a spot in the Pac-12, and, and they're going to have to decide whether it's worth it for them, whether they think that getting to a 16-team league is worth it for them. And, you know, if not, I mean, listen, out of this Big 12 meeting that uh, yesterday, you know, the big thing that they said was that at this point, we think we want to do this together. 
we think that the eight schools that aren't going to be included in all this have you know, pretty strong reputation that they've accomplished some things. Obviously, a couple of conference championships between the group, uh, a couple of New Year's Six Bowls. And so I, I think at this point, they're looking to see what the future is. This is what the next couple of weeks are going to be all about. I think all these schools are going to reach out. I mean, we've already heard that Baylor might be reaching out to the Pac-12 just to kind of gauge interest. And, and that's going to be, I think, what this first step is, is all the schools reaching out, seeing interest, seeing what their next step could be. Uh, now, if they reach out and they're not thrilled with the results, maybe then they do look to what could be next. Maybe they do look to expanding the Big 12, bringing in some new programs, and kind of trying to position yourself as at least still a top-five league during, uh, you know, in this potential six-conference champion playoff, right? And so there's still a lot left to happen. I, I think that even in these buildings, they're not 100% sure whether they want the Big 12 to, to continue or not. What is this about? Is this about TV and, and, and money? I mean, is that what it boils down to? I think that the biggest thing, right, it is about money and it isn't about money, which I guess could be said of everything, right? And so it is about perceived disadvantage. It is about when Oklahoma goes and tries to recruit kids that they look and they say, well, you're coming from the Big 12 and I want to play in the SEC because it's the best football league in the world. Uh, you know, and, and that's a disadvantage for them by their perception. It's about the fact that with their deal with Fox that – Fox wants to feature Oklahoma in its primetime game, which they say is at 11 a.m. They are not happy with the 11 a.m. start. It is about the money, just strictly in terms of money, right? It, it is about that. And it's about also being able to be aligned with the power brokers of the world. And so I, I think that all those factors kind of go into it, right? I mean, you want a situation if you are Oklahoma, if you are Texas, where you are in a stable league, where you are making a lot of money, where you are able to recruit any player that you want. Uh, and certainly, too, I think that you have to take into the, the consideration, you know, I mean, look, in the Big 12, I don't think they're happy with their home games. I, I don't think that their season ticket holders are super excited to be hosting Kansas State and Iowa State as their marquee games instead of schools like LSU, Alabama, and, and whoever else, right? So there's a lot of factors, I think, that go into it. it. It does, of course, big picture come down to money, but it's really more about what that money is doing for them. When you look at the Big 12 and, and the college football playoff possibilities, I've said that, look, there's two teams in this format right now that get in from the Big 12, period, ever. That's Texas and OU. And now that they, if they go to the SEC, I know the college football playoffs are going to be expanded, but they're going to be in that, that multi-league. Is there anybody, if the Big 12 survives, do they have an opportunity, anybody left, to get into the college football playoffs? I think that it's going to be more of a situation closer to the American where you don't have that. Or maybe the Pac-12 might be a better example than the American. I think that you have a little uh, a bit of an advantage versus the, Pac or versus the American, rather. And, and so, I mean, that's what it's going to come down to. You're going to need a team that, yes, they have to, sh they have to show that they are top quality, but they also are going to need some breaks. They're going to need to have one a non-conference game. They're going to need other teams from around the conference to have one non-conference game. They're going to need some of these things to break right. You're going to need some of your opponents to maybe overperform so that you can beat some good ranked opponents. So I, I don't think that the eight teams that are here, even let's, let's just say for argument's sake that you add a Houston, a Cincinnati, a Memphis, somebody like that, I, I think that that's enough to be a very good football league, a clear step above uh, the, the group of five leagues. But at the same time, I think that it is more of a Pac-12 situation where you need things to kind of break your way. You don't kind of have a team with implicit credibility like Oklahoma has, like Alabama has, like Clemson has, and like Ohio State has. 
Shayhan, is 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 this step one in in many steps moving towards the uh, the 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 four sixteen team conferences? You know, the the group of sixty four, if you will, or or however they want to determine it. But is is this is this where we're headed? Are we headed to that four four conferences made up of sixteen teams each? That's obviously been the rumor for a long time, and I think that this Knight Commission report that just came out pretty recently, you know, it kind of says that, yeah, we probably are looking at a world where there are going to be 64 teams and you need to, to kind of run to try to be part of them. Now, does it look exactly like that? I, I don't know. I mean, one thing that I'll say, too, is that with the SEC, I mean, the, I, I had somebody compare it to an arms race. This isn't an arms race. The, the war is over, right? Everybody else lost. The SEC won, right? And so... You know, there is going to be that aspect of it, but I do think that there is going to be, uh, you know, for all of the other teams, for the, you know, whatever, 50 or 48 teams, I guess, uh, that, that won't be in the SEC, that there will be sort of a race to try to be at least one of the ones that's included in that group and, and is able to potentially make uh, playoff berths and is a, a potentially able to still sign big money TV agreements. So I, I do think that there is a move towards this. And, and listen, I mean, I think for me, right, as somebody who, who covers the state of Texas. I, I mean, I think that I was hoping that we wouldn't get to this point where we do have this coalescing. But, you know, listen, I, I think that this is weighted for no one, and, and maybe that is where we end up heading. All right, silly question, but here it comes. What are you working on for Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine? <laughs> I'll tell you what, I got real sidetracked by, uh, by what happened the last couple of days. But, um, no, I mean, I'm working on a couple different things. Uh, you know, so we, we went to Conference USA Media Days this week. I did some stuff. Uh, I actually got to talk to Dave Aranda earlier this week at the Sex High School Coach Association Convention. So I might be working up something just about uh, kind of the unique kind of personality that Dave Aranda is that might be coming in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I just put up a story on Bijan Robinson, the Texas running back, that unfortunately got a little uh, buried by all this other stuff. But um, and, and then I'm also going to be doing some stuff on a, on that UTSA, you know, they, they brought the two San Antonio kids, Sincere McCormick and Rashad Wisdom, uh, and those guys have kind of become the face of the program. So I'll definitely be kind of putting something together on them as well. Shayhan, as always, great stuff. We appreciate your time today. Yeah, thank you as always. Have a great day. That is Shayhan J. Roger from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. And when it comes to, the, to, to following these teams, particularly in the state, uh, he he is all over it. Good stuff there. All right, four forty three. We're seventeen away from five. We got more coming up when uh, when it comes to the, uh, the this story, this breaking story, this very fluid story. We'll uh, we'll keep you posted on that. Uh, well, I want to uh, pass this along to you uh, guys. Uh, and here here it is. Rest assured, we are actively engaged in conversations with our Big Twelve colleagues and others to ensure our university is in the strongest position possible now and into the future. That is an update from Baylor President Linda Livingstone and also from my Athletic Director Mac Road. So keep that in mind. All right, uh, the uh, CNC Collision Center text line two five four six six two sixteen sixty two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Uh comment on what what you've heard so far in this uh, first forty five minutes of the program. We've talked some Cowboys and we've talked a lot of uh, Big Twelve and Baylor and and uh, where we go and we'll we'll continue to do that. So. Uh, 
Uh, keep that in mind. But uh, we'll get to our Ranger Roundup, get you up to date on the Texas Rangers. We'll do that in just a couple of minutes. But right now, I want to talk about Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace over by Cabela's. It's, uh, Good Feet's just a terrific company that can help you. Uh, they've got uh, they've got 350 different sizes and style and 25 different styles of uh, arch support systems for your feet. They and, and they come in three different categories. They have a strengthener that helps do just that, strengthen Strengthen your, your 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 arches and your and your posture and help relieve pain in your in your back and in your knees and in your feet. Then they have a uh, a uh, maintainer. That's that's the one you kind of wear around when you're when you're active, when you're maybe uh, playing golf or going on a walk or whatever the case may be. And then they have the relaxer. That's the one you wear when you're just uh, maybe you get those relaxers in your house shoes or in your slides when you're just hanging around the house. Uh, it's total. It's a total body wellness program and. In, uh, in a premier pain relief product and, and with structural support. So check them out today. They have a lifetime warranty on their products. They're open seven days a week, Monday through Saturday from, from uh, 10 until 6, and then on Sundays from noon until 5. And remember this, you're... Uh, you're, uh, you're, when you go in and, and visit with them, that's absolutely free. That is absolutely free. That Your consultation and your fitting is absolutely free, so keep that in mind. Check them out today. Just you know, Hey, no pressure. Just go by and visit with them. Uh, again, they're in the Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's. It is Good Feet. John Morris's Big 12 Football Previews. Weekdays here on the home of the Bears. ESPN Central Texas. The Spectrum Big 12 Football Previews. Presented by State Farm Agents Bob Anderson, Bart Roman, and Mike McKenzie. George's Restaurant and Catering. And Spectrum. Weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Imagine an HVAC as unnoticeable as the air itself. Sounds pretty good, huh? The new Dakin Fit AC unit. Space-saving design and quiet technology. It's a great fit for your home. The perfect fit for your space and budget. Call Lockridge Priest today. Call us today at 888-878-1531 or visit us online at LockridgePriest.com. Get your home fit today. Lockridge Priest, making life comfortable since 1963. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. It's Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. Exceptional experience, extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry. Trial lawyers with over 100 years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry 
now has an office in Waco managed by local attorney Craig Cherry. Craig is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. If you need a lawyer that has exceptional experience and provides extraordinary results for clients, call them in Waco, 254-651-3690. Again, that's 254-651-3690. You can also visit the website and learn more about the firm at www.swclaw.com. I'm Joe Kaleo. At Kaleo Wealth Management Group, we believe a sound financial plan always starts by developing a good relationship with each client. We'd like the opportunity to build a relationship with you and help begin charting your path toward your financial goals. Dream big. We'll listen. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. Time now for the Ranger Roundup. Brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management Group. All right, Ranger Roundup brought to you by Joe Kaleo and the fine folks at Kaleo Wealth Management. It is nine. That's the magic number. Uh, No, it's really not the magic number. It is the number, though, the number of losses in a row for the uh, Texas Rangers. And uh, Foti just wasn't very good uh, again. And, you know, one of the things that they talked about, Ward, was the body language that that he has. And and Chris Woodward said that, you know, he's got to be better. It's something that they've addressed. He's got to show a little bit bit better for being an older guy. Uh, We've got to be stronger than that as a group and as an individual. Yada, yada, yada. I'm telling you, that's my point. That's exactly (laughs) my point. It's it's a hard time right now, but we're, we're not doing ourselves a favor. At, at the time, though, we've got to take ownership. Blah 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 blah. You know what? If you've if 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 you're the boss, and you say I'd like for you to do this, and this, and this, and the employee just keeps ignoring it, there's there's options. <laughs> there's options, and it's not like you can't do without the guy. He gives up about nine million home runs a game. So you know, at this point, what's it matter? Quit. We, why would you go to the media and say, you know what, we've talked to the guy, but he just won't do it? And that's basically what, what Chris Woodward just said right there. Here's the stat of the day. All right, guys, you ready? During the Rangers' current nine-game losing streak, the club has been out-homered 27-3. to The 27 home runs allowed match the most against the club in any nine-game span any nine-game span in the history of the ball club, and that includes when they were in Washington as the Senators. This is as bad as it gets when it comes to guys on the mound giving up giving up the long ball. They've given up 27 home runs in this nine-game stretch. Terrible. It, it just outrageously horrible. Ah. <sighs> They get a chance. So you say there's a chance. They get the Astros tonight. Good luck. They get the Astros tonight. All right. Uh, and uh, we, we were waiting on this. Uh, we saw this this morning that this was probably going to happen, but now it has happened. The Rangers have called up Curtis Terry from Round Rock. 
and activated uh, Jose Trevino from the uh, IR. Uh, and to make room for Terry on the 26-man and the 40-man rosters, the Rangers have designated John Hicks for assignment, and the Rangers have sent uh, Nick Solak down to down to the farm, down to AAA. So Solak with the demotion. As, and, and trust me, I, there's a lot more coming. Oh, yeah. It, no it is now an official. Hey, if you got a glove and spikes and you want to try out for the Rangers, it's open tryout season for the Texas Rangers. It, it, it has really kind of gotten to that point uh, with with the Rangers. So there you go. Curtis Terry will be hitting seventh as the DH tonight for the Rangers. So, so he's, he's immediately he's, plugged in. He is penciled into the lineup. So, kid, here's your chance. Go have fun. And you know what? Why not? If you're going to get beat, get beat with what you think might be your future. And if they're not your future, find out that they're not your future. Mm -hmm. Because you certainly have found out that the majority of this roster you have now is not your future. There may be two or three guys. I don't have a problem with it. Bring bring as many of them up as you want to. That's right. Let them have some fun. Go for it. All right. uh, That is our Ranger Roundup. It is 4.53. We're seven away from five. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward and Aaron, we're glad you're with us. Coming up in a few minutes, uh, we're going to get to – we're going to talk to uh, Eddie – I can't. can't. Radosovich. from Sooner Scoop and uh, dot com. We'll do that uh, coming up at the top of the hour. I, I sit there and read, can't read my own handwriting. Uh, so uh, we'll get Eddie on the program here at the top of the hour around 5 o'clock. Bryce Cherry's coming up at 5.15, the grab bag at 5.30. And uh, then uh, at 5.55 this afternoon, John Morse, or 5.10 this afternoon, we'll have the uh, Cowboy update for you. And at 5.55, John Morse will continue his previews of the Big 12 Conference. So we got a lot of stuff lined up for you here over the next uh, hour and 10 minutes. Right now, I want to talk about our our uh, presenting sponsor of the program. We're talking about Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. You want to go car shopping? You want to do it the new way? I guess it's the new way. It's, you know, you, you, you don't have to walk the lot. I personally like that. I think it's fun. But if you want to just shop online, you certainly can do that at alansamuelsdcj.com. They've got you can check out all of their vehicles, including their pre-owned lot at alansamuelsdcj.com. One of the hottest months of the year is July, and Alan Samuels got some hot deals going on Ram and on Jeep. So check them out. And of course, they've got uh, great vehicles such as uh, Chrysler and and uh, and Fiat. They're all right there at Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Also, make sure you check out their uh, their service department. That service department is second to none. They do a fabulous job taking care of their customers after the sale. And in fact, when you go to Allen Samuels, they've got uh, like 14 techs. They've got nine nine folks working just in in the quick lube department to take care of your oil changes and things like that. They got uh, seven uh, advisors on the staff, and what they do is they basically are there to as you when you take your vehicle into uh, for service or uh, or um, or for repair, they're going to keep you posted. The one thing you can't stand uh, if you're if you're like me is you want to know the status of your vehicle. Is my car ready? Is my truck ready? Uh, how long is it going to be? Well, they're going to keep you advised either by text message, email, phone call, whatever you want. They're going to do it for you, and that's just one of the great services provided by the service department at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. A uh, the, the sponsor of this program, and we do thank Ted Teague and the staff over at Alan Samuels for sponsoring Game Time. They're at 201 West Loop 340. Alan Samuels, your friend in the car business. 
recently on the John Moore Show. Rick Butler is our guest, a former MCC baseball coach, won the national championship at MCC in 1983. Uh, it's almost like a mash unit in, in the World Series that year. Uh, we started the first game with Greg Dennis splitting his chin open on home plate, had to have stitches, and then uh, Kenneth Patterson got hit in the, in the face by a double play ball because he couldn't get down and slide quick enough. And then Jerry Fouts, and this is the one most people remember, took a line drive off of his head that went over the third base dugout into the bleachers, came back the next night and pitched a complete game for the championship. So those were some tough guys, 58 and seven records, nothing to scoff at. And they brought the prize home and we're very proud of that team. Listen to the voice of the bears weekdays from two to 3 PM here on the home of the bears, ESPN central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life, member FDIC. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you could want, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and special events for all interests. Contact John or Rebecca today at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home or to book your next private event. business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something then let the pros at mallory screen printing and embroidery do the job for you they can customize your logo on t-shirts caps dress shirts golf shirts winter apparel and more stickers for any occasion banners and signs large or small see more at malloryprint.com or call 1-800-433-2220 for your next custom screen printing or embroidery check out their full catalog at malloryprint.com Texas is open for business, and as potential customers re-emerge, now is the time to reach them. Your proud Texas business needs customers, and customers need your products and services. So let Eminem Broadcasters bring you together. Eminem has a variety of specialized radio stations, each designed to reach a specific audience. Advertising grows your business. Email today to info at mmbwaco.com or call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, straight up and down, 5 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Aaron, we're glad you're with us. And uh, we're joined now by Eddie Radosovich from Soonerscoop.com. Hey, Eddie, good afternoon. Thanks for your time today. 
has uh, been an interesting 48 hours. I know it has been for just about everybody in this area of the world. I was just going to say it's just a normal uh, middle of, middle of July summertime. I mean, you know, we <laughs> we go to we go to Big 12 media days and and uh, the uh, the commissioner says, "Hey, everything's good, league solid, and we are good to go." But clearly, Eddie, that's not the case. No, and you know, it's I guess ironically kind of funny because I I think everybody. Uh, to a man left Arlington last week. And I had this conversation literally on the way back from Arlington to Oklahoma City last week, just how for the first time in a long time it felt like the Big 12 had found calm waters. Like everybody seemed to be happy. It seems like teams are playing better defense on, uh, you know, obviously on the field. In 2021 was kind of primed to be, uh, you know, I don't want to say the year of the Big 12 by any means, but it seemed like for the first time in a long time, Everybody was on the same page. There wasn't that animosity that had been out there. There was there weren't a whole lot of big question marks about the the future of the conference. And fast forward eight days, and uh, all hell broken loose. So yeah, it's it's been absolutely unbelievably incredible. And I I, I still just can't get over the idea of not only the Big Twelve uh, and you know what is to become of it, but. Uh, you know, Oklahoma and Texas playing the part that they did and headed off to the SEC. You know, we we were talking about it, and we've we've talked a lot about it from Baylor's perspective and what's going on sure. here in, in the Lone Star State. What, what how what's the fan perspective? Uh, what's the fan reception? I should say of uh, this potential move. I would say for the most part, uh, you know, for the rabid Oklahoma fan, uh, so I think there's definitely a sense of uh, excitement. Uh, you know, maybe even for the real diehard, crazy, uh, you know, message board fan, I, I would say maybe even a little bit of uh, it's about time. Uh, I don't know if I would certainly go that far. But, uh, you know, I, I think that, you know, there's a lot of Oklahoma fans, certainly in the Oklahoma City Norman area or anybody that has graduated from the university that feels like ideology-wise, uh, you know, they line up with, uh, you know, the upper echelon of the SEC and, I think that there's a you know a certain sense of maybe excitement and wonderment of what's to come uh, as you know there's there's I guess new waters ahead. So it's uh, it's certainly an interesting time, and you know with the way that you know Oklahoma goes into the 2021, I think that uh, it's certainly an interesting time to be covering uh, Oklahoma football. If this move does happen, what happens to the Battle of Bedlam? I think for. The foreseeable future, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State probably wouldn't play. And, you know, Dr. Shrum just released a statement uh, here in the last, you know, five, six minutes on the Oklahoma State side of things. Uh, you know, I, I think the word that is probably being used in Waco as well as uh, Stillwater and Lubbock right now and the rest of the Big 12, the other eight teams, is blindsided. And I think that that certainly is the case. I know that uh, there is going to have to be a major uh, repair done between the relationships between Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. And I, you know, if, if everything goes down the way that I think a lot of people feel like it's going to right now, uh, and Oklahoma has already kind of taken the side of uh, they are not terribly interested in breaking off any non conference contract that they've already made. Uh, I, I, as weird as it would be, I, I think that there's a chance that Oklahoma and Oklahoma State probably wouldn't play on the football field or any other field or diamond for uh, the foreseeable future. And that's certainly uh, kind of a strange endeavor uh, and, and kind of a, a, a whole new conversation uh, to be had. But, you know, then again, I, I don't know what Oklahoma and Texas were really supposed to do uh, as far as, you know, 
calling and giving people heads up. I, this is, if we hadn't heard of, heard about it and it hadn't been leaked from Austin, uh, which is probably the real upset in all of this, uh, you know, I certainly don't think that they were going to tell their bunkmates. So what are your sources telling you about Oklahoma State? What, what is their thought process? What are they thinking? I mean, is it rally the Big 12, or is it every man for themselves? Go find your own gig. It kind of feels like right now it's more of a internal kind of don't make any drastic decisions, don't say something that you shouldn't, and uh, kind of get all their ducks in a row before they really go after this thing. And, you know, I – from, a, from the outside looking in, I would love to see the Big 12 kind of stay around. Uh, it certainly uh, would be different uh, from an Oklahoma State perspective. I think that they could find a lot of success. Obviously, over the last decade, they've been extremely good in uh, you know the current day Big 12. But at the same time, uh, you just don't know about the future and, and kind of what is out there. Uh, you know, if Tech's going to be headed out uh, west to the Pac-12, I'd seen some interest there. I you know Kansas and Iowa State already flirting with the Big Ten reportedly. Uh, you start kind of looking at the, the landscape of everything out there and kind of wonder where everything would be headed. So uh, I, your guys' guess is good as mine as far as what's going to happen, but it certainly doesn't seem like Oklahoma and Texas are going to be a part of it, uh, you know, if everything goes as planned and everything kind of goes as planned for what everybody from Austin and Norman are kind of pointing to right now. Now, do you say that Big 12 does find a way to repair after OU and Texas leave, bringing somebody in? I mean, there's all kinds of speculation of who they could bring in, but is there a name out there that they could bring in that would enable them to get the TV dollars that they need to get to be a sustainable conference? Just off the top of my head, I mean, obviously you're not going to probably be able to uh, uh, replace the brands and the programs like Oklahoma and Texas. Uh, you know, certainly Oklahoma's on the field and then Texas is just overall brand. But I would imagine, I, I, I tell me if I'm wrong, but just off the top of my head, I would think maybe a BYU, just with the national footing that they have as far as, uh, you know, having a presence somewhat in just about every state. Uh, you know, I I don't know if Central Florida starts flirting with the ACC. It's, it's kind of interesting to see how, you know, once the first domino falls with Oklahoma and Texas officially, what's going to happen, uh, you know, across the country. And if West Virginia starts flirting with an ACC, uh, you know, again, Kansas and Iowa State, that seems like, I guess, a good fit for the Big Ten if they don't want to stay around in the Big 12. So I guess you call a BYU, you call a Cincinnati and see if, you know, you have to kind of check their – interest i i truly don't know it's uh it's certainly going to be kind of interesting to see uh you know how all the uh pieces come together in this puzzle and it's pure speculation but does this move by texas and oklahoma does it open the door for others in different conferences to kind of start doing the same thing i mean is this going to be a domino effect sure and you know i i think that you know it's 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 kind of funny just how the conversation has changed from, you know, if you would have asked me a week ago, I would have said the Big 12 is strong as ever, and maybe the Pac-12 would be a school that you would go and <laughs> hey, try and Hey, but, Eddie, we were all singing Kumbaya up in, in Arlington, right? I mean... <laughs> yeah, it, it, it truly is amazing, just the tone that has changed over the last, you know, not just week, the last two days. Yeah. I, it just, it, it, it's truly unbelievable, and, you know, do you call in Arizona, or do you call in Arizona State and gauge their interests? I know that they're probably not where you want to have a have two football programs right now, but from an athletic department standpoint, they seem to have uh, kind of their heads, you know, I guess headed in the right direction or, or at least screwed on straight. So uh, 
I, it, it's it's going to be fascinating uh, to see how all of this breaks down and if everything is headed to a super conference or uh, the 16-team conferences, uh, you know, there's there's going to be some more movement. I, you can be sure of that. And You know, I guess if we've learned anything here over the last 48 hours, it's, you know, when you're talking about college football and college athletics, particularly in today's time, uh, in kind of this new modern era of name, image, likeness and everything that goes into it with the TV contracts, uh, maybe not predicting what is going to happen is probably the safest bet. Eddie, what does this do to the current landscape of Big 12 recruiting now for all the schools involved in recruiting? Because some athletes may be sitting there going, well, I don't know where these schools are going. Why, why should I make a commitment to them right now? Sure. And, you know, that's, it, it's certainly interesting just kind of over the last five years in covering uh, recruiting and, you know, specifically, you know, how Oklahoma has kind of had to battle the SEC uh, you know, the teams in the SEC and battle the moniker or, or at least the negative recruiting that comes with it and not being in that group. Uh, you know, it, it, it's been particularly fascinating to see just how kids have changed. And, you know, with the name, image, likeness stuff, that opens doors to probably some schools that not necessarily would have gotten in on some kids to begin with. Uh, you know, how does it affect even a, a school like an Ohio State that has been able to uh, go into Texas, been able to come in into Oklahoma and get some kids uh, you know, does that close the door to some of the Big Ten schools now? Uh, it's it's going to be fascinating to see how it all uh, kind of comes together. But from the Oklahoma side of things, I feel like, you know, there's a lot of people that think it's only going to help them. And, you know, I, Oklahoma fans are obviously extremely excited about that and being able to uh, kind of sell that. And I think that there's a lot of people that feel like they've, they've been able to kind of turn the corner here over the last two, three years, and specifically – in the uh, 2021 and 2022 class that they're currently putting together, uh, you know, they get the Malachi Nelson kid. I was out in California over the weekend as he committed uh, to Oklahoma. And, you know, they, they feel like they can make a push for the number one class in the country in 2023. And that was before the SEC moved or the, uh, you know, prospective move. So it's super interesting. And, you know, I, I think anywhere uh, calling, uh, covering college recruiting right now and high school recruiting, it's, it's a it's a ever changing world, and if you try to every time that you think you're a step ahead, you're probably a couple steps behind. Eddie, what uh, what do you got on the Sooner Scoop right now? Uh, it is uh, SEC or bust. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> uh, it has been uh, you know kind of a head spinning uh, forty eight hours. It feels like you know the the Wednesday, uh, Thursday, and up into uh, this afternoon has been. It feels like it's been about two months, but obviously. Uh, complete coverage of uh, Oklahoma and a move that I'll be completely honest, just walking out of the radio station Wednesday morning, you could have probably sold me on about 50 sports subjects. Uh, Oklahoma and Texas to uh, the SEC by Friday afternoon at 5 o'clock was certainly uh, not going to be something on that list. I probably would have tried to have somebody committed if they told me that. So <laughs> it's, it's, been, it's been absolutely incredible. I, I, I really can't put into words just how quickly, not only just how quickly this thing came together, but the fact that it was leaked by A&M, or we think it was leaked by A&M, I think everybody kind of feels that way, and then uh, just kind of the show that it's been over the last couple of days, it's just, it's just unbelievable. I, I don't think that people are going to really kind of fully grasp what, what has happened until... Uh, you know the dust. The dust officially settled. And, and there was talk early that A and M was trying to rally and 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 shut this thing down. But that doesn't look like that's gained a whole lot of momentum. No, and I, you know we we talked to some sources out of uh, Missouri, 
and you know, I, I think that their their names kind of got lumped in with A and M as far as a, a school that wouldn't necessarily be okay with the idea of Oklahoma and Texas joining the SEC. And you know, it, it kind of sounds like that was overblown a little bit. I think that Missouri probably would uh, vote yes. And you know, I, I think it's almost to the point now that um, you know, I don't even know if the SEC officially takes a vote. I think it'd probably end up being thirteen one or fourteen zero, and. Uh, everybody kind of continues to move on. I, you know, I, it's probably common knowledge and popular knowledge uh, that I would imagine at the beginning of next week you hear Oklahoma and Texas officially uh, make the move or the the request to make the move, and then I guess that's when uh, kind of the dominoes start falling if they already have it already. Eddie, thanks. Appreciate your time, and thanks uh, for the uh, OU perspective. Uh, you know, like I said, we've been working it from the Texas side, and wanted to uh, wanted to jump up north uh, and get uh, the OU perspective on all this. It's interesting, and uh, it is fast paced, and it is definitely fluid. That is uh, Eddie Radosovich uh, from uh, Sooner Scoop, and uh, our guest here this afternoon. Appreciate your time today, Eddie. Thanks so much. Man, uh, you know, Ward, my takeaway from that is fans in Norman and in Oklahoma City and all points in between, pretty jazzed up about it. But uh, big brother and little brother, not on good terms right now. Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. No, they're not happy about it. And and he, you know, said that they probably would not have a a game in any sport in the foreseeable future. Well, that's you know that's unfortunate for the fans up there. Uh, because that's something that they look forward to. But look, Texas fans went through that too with A&M. Uh, and if they go to the SEC, guess who gets to play again? Yeah, absolutely. Aggies and Longhorns. You got it. So <laughs> uh, on the, so here we go, Thanksgiving night, right? I hope so. <laughs> all right, uh, coming up, wh- wh- where does Baylor stand on all of this? Uh, and again, we, we know what the official word is, that they're, uh, you know, they're going to do their due diligence. And who was it yesterday? And we've had so many people on, but yesterday somebody had a great point. Uh, they they felt like they felt like having Mac Rhodes driving driving the the thing from Baylor's perspective, navigating the Bears through through these uncertain times was the, absolutely the best guy for uh, for the job. And and uh, he's definitely got his work cut out for him. But uh, you know what? I kind of feel the same way. He's he's. I mean, when you talk to him, you 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 get this. You get this feel that, you know, no matter what the scenario is or what the situation is or what he's working on, man, he, he, it just seems to come up positive from a Baylor perspective. He does such a such a good job there. So we're going to talk to Bryce Cherry, and uh, we'll get his perspective on all this. Uh, Bryce, I know, is working on a story for what's next for Baylor through all of this, and we'll, we'll talk to Bryce coming up in just a couple of minutes. Right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. As we head into the overnight, expect mostly clear skies and a low of around 76 degrees tonight. Winds will remain out of the south anywhere from 5 to 15 miles per hour. We'll wake up to mostly sunny skies tomorrow and remain fairly warm as we head into the afternoon with a high of 97. Heat index values will be anywhere between 99 and 103 degrees. Make sure to join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5:30, 6, and 9 for your forecasts first. Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. Yesterday, Zeke Elliott celebrated his 26th birthday with a serenade by fans at the first practice of the summer. You'll hear from the birthday boy after this. Whether you're getting ready to purchase a home, setting up a college fund for your kids, or preparing for retirement, you're working hard to live a life you love. And you deserve peace of mind knowing your home, loved ones, and future are protected. 
At SWBC, we can help you assess your personal situation and create a customized solution to make sure you're prepared for whatever life throws your way. Visit SWBC.com to learn about your mortgage, insurance, and wealth management options today. That's SWBC.com. This year, we can all agree that positive energy is more important than ever. That's why Reliant and the Dallas Cowboys are teaming up and focusing our energy on powering the North Texas community. We're working together to support students with scholarships and educational programming, honoring outstanding teachers with classroom grants, and providing utility assistance for those who need it most. Cowboys Nation has always been a source of positive energy. Reliant, proud energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. Zeke Elliott spent his 26th birthday on the practice field yesterday as fans attending training camp in Oxnard sang happy birthday to the Cowboy running back. Thanks to an intense off-season conditioning program, Zeke is leaner and quicker. Coming off a so-so 2020 season, he talked about the area of his game that needs the most improvement. Uh, number one, just, you know, fumbling the ball. You know, I've never been a fumbler, but, uh, you know, when you carry the ball, you kind of carry the whole team, the whole organization, coughing it up and giving it to the other team. You're letting everyone down. So, I mean, I think that's the number one thing is uh, protecting the ball. Tomorrow will be a fun day here at camp. It's the official opening ceremony, including a performance by the Cowboys cheerleaders. That's today's Cowboys Report. I'm Christy Scales. Recently on the John Morris Show. Pat Nunley, our special guest in the studio. It's the good guys can win big. It really is. They are good guys. Now, they are nasty on the floor. <laughs> but they are good guys. They're good people. They, they, in the culture, you have to be a good person. You have to be a good teammate, great teammate. And so that's all cultural. But it's just nice to see really good guys winning really big. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Here on ESPN Central Texas. When you're dealing with life's ups and downs, it helps to know the ins and outs of insurance. Farmers Insurance has been sharing practical insurance knowledge for more than 90 years. At David Greenup Insurance Agency, they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. Contact David Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889 to find out how he can help you protect the things that matter most to you. That's Greenup Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889. We are farmers. Bum, ba, dum, bum, 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 bum. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Lockridge Priest has been providing cost-effective mechanical, electrical, and plumbing services for over 50 years. Family-owned and operated, Lockridge Priest is the largest mechanical contractor in Central Texas with over 300 skilled and knowledgeable employees. Let Lockridge Priest help you with all your mechanical contracting needs. Call Lockridge Priest today at 888-878-1531 or visit us online at LockridgePriest.com. Lockridge Priest, making life comfortable since 1960. 63. 
Texas consumers are shopping again. Is your business ready? Eminem Broadcaster's unique mix of music and sports genres reach thousands of listeners in Central Texas, including your potential customers. Market your business today and see your business grow. Call Eminem Broadcasters today at 254-772-0930. 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. Or email to info at mmbwaco.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Known as the Cleveland Indians since 1915, the Major League team in Cleveland will now be known as the Cleveland Guardians. The name change will go in effect at the end of the 2021 season, the team announced this morning. The idea of Texas and OU to the SEC continues to grow. The Big 12 athletic directors and their university's presidents and chancellors held a video conference last night to discuss the possible moves. Both OU and Texas were invited to the meeting but declined to participate in the call. The Cowboys will place Amari Cooper, Demarcus Lawrence, Tristan Hill, Greg Zerline, Mitch Hyatt, and Chansey Goldston on the pup list as training camp opens. Rangers and Astros open a series in Houston tonight. First pitch at 7:10, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Let's talk sports with Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune Herald on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 521, 21 after 5. Busy, busy, busy day, to say the least. Tom Ward and Aaron taking you home here. And uh, our 5 o'clock hour is brought to you in part by Versalip Southwest, a time manufacturing company, currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at 17 bucks an hour or more, and you can apply at 7601 Imperial Drive. Join now on the talk lines by... The uh, sports editor of the Waco Tribune Herald, Bryce Cherry. Brycey, good afternoon. How are you, my friend? Doing well, doing well. Sounds like uh, you know that that a little ad that you just did. Maybe I should uh, maybe I should take that job. That sounds better. Oh yeah, yeah. and you know what? It's uh, they'll tell you when to show up, and they'll tell you when to leave too. So you're not working <laughs> nights, weekends, and overnights, and whatever else. And, and you know, Bryce, we were just talking with uh, with a gentleman out of Oklahoma, uh, Eddie Radasa. It's from uh, Sooner Scoop, and he he had the same feeling that that we talked about when when we left when we left Arlington. You had this sense that, hey, man, everything seems to be in place. We we feel good about where we are in the conference. The conference feels good about everything. And, boy, howdy, a week later, look where we stand now. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like it's the weather in Texas. Wait five minutes and it'll change. I mean, uh, Bob Bowlesby last week literally said uh, that realignment wasn't something that, uh, you know, kept him up at night. And now I bet he's sleeping less soundly. Let's just put it like that. Uh, you know, because obviously it's full turmoil. Um, you know, we're at DEFCON 1 and UT and OU have one foot out the door. And as for everyone else, including Baylor, uh, you know, I think it remains a mystery. We can, we can speculate, we can guess, and, and it's, you know, that's kind of fun to do, but, uh, you know, it's a constantly changing college landscape. It, it, it may be happening elsewhere, but it always feels like 
that it's this league. It always feels like it's the Big 12 that's in chaos and turmoil. Yeah, and I think there are multiple reasons for that. I think the fact that it's the youngest of the you know, five Power Five conferences, um, the, the fact that Texas has uh, perpetually had this perception that it you know, holds all the power and that has you know, rankled some folks, including Nebraska, including A&M. Um, you know, I think that certainly pushed, pushed those schools out the door. Um, and I think, honestly, the Big 12's geography works against it in terms of, uh, you know, schools getting picked off by other conferences. This was a case where, obviously, OU and, and Texas made the, the overtures toward the SEC rather than vice versa. But, you know, with the, the Big 12 kind of being right in the middle of the country, you know, it can go west, it can go east, it can go north, you know, it can go anywhere. So I, I think that kind of works against the conference in that regard. But like I said, there's a lot of, a lot of factors at play. When you look at Baylor, and if they cannot land in the ACC, the Pac-12, or the Big Ten, which are the three big conferences that have the possibility for them, what's next? I mean, is it just now you look at them as maybe an American football conference or whatever they can kind of salvage together with them and whoever else is out there looking for a conference? Yeah, I mean, heck if I know is the answer to that question, basically. Uh uh, yeah, obviously you're, you're going to want to, if you're Baylor, you know, seek out a power five landing spot first. Um, Baylor put out a statement within the last, you know, hour that said as much, basically, I mean, it, it intimated that, you know, it said that, uh, basically if you translate it, uh, which, you know, it, it basically said, Hey, look, if you believe in Texas, you believe that we we deserve five power five schools in this state. And the five that they're talking about, obviously, are the five that are in power five schools or power five conferences, you know, Baylor, TCU, Tech, uh, Texas, and A&M. And so, you know, it wants to stay in a power five league. Uh, whether that'll happen, you know, we'll see. Uh, Ward, as you said, I mean, I think, uh, if if they don't land in one of those spots, and I think there's a lot of, again, a lot of factors at play. I think Baylor's small alumni base relative to, you know, a lot of state schools works against the Bears. I think Baylor's religious background actually works against uh, the university in terms of, like, joining a league like the Pac-12. Um, you know, culturally, uh, I, I've, I've got a story that will be up in, on WacoTrib.com in the next, I don't know, half hour. And I said, I'm saying that story, um, you know, culturally, there's a lot of difference between Berkeley, California, and Waco, Texas. <laughs> you know? uh, it's not necessarily a, uh, a similar fit. Let's just put it like that. Um, so I think those things work against Baylor. But the fact that Baylor has, you know, a strong athletic program across the board, uh, a strong athletic or academic reputation, you're the reigning, you know, NCAA champion in basketball and arguably the best basketball school in the country when you combine men and women, you know, so it's got some things in its favor, but 
we know how these decisions are made and they're made by football. They're made by television. And, uh, and so, you know, what does Baylor bring to the table there? You know, I guess that's the big question. Well, Let's look at that again. When you just mentioned the b- basketball, and of course everybody knows the national championship for both men's and women's at Baylor, is there a possibility that Baylor says and uses that to their advantage and goes to Kansas and says, "Okay, if Baylor and Kansas come as a pair, we can make whatever conference we go into together the best basketball conference in the country." I think it's a smart move. I mean, I you know, and I think um, I, I said it in a comment today's paper that you know in a lot of ways Baylor makes a lot of sense for the ACC or the Big East now not the Big East in terms of the Big East doesn't play football anymore so it doesn't really make a lot of sense in that regard but given how good of a basketball school it is um you know so then you know like you said Ward if you if you're able to kind of pair up with Kansas and go to the ACC and say, hey, look, you know, we, yeah, we've we got two pretty good basketball programs here. Uh, you guys are known for basketball on Tobacco Road. Let's, uh, let's you know, make this thing a partnership, you know. And uh, would that work? Maybe. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, there, there are so many factors, and obviously university presidents have a lot of say in this. Uh, there's going to be politicians getting involved now. Uh, in my story, I do note that uh, you know while there's a lot of Texas legislators who are you know getting up in arms about all of this, ultimately, you know they don't actually meet again in, in terms of a regularly scheduled session until 2023. By then, <laughs> you know, oh, you and Texas will be out the door. I mean, let's just <laughs> like that. So. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know how much the politicians will really be able to do anything. I mean, they, they sort of, you know, gummed up the works a little bit when, when A&M was uh, trying to leave, but ultimately A&M left, you know? I mean, these schools are going to do what they feel like is best for them. Bryce, I was reading uh, uh, a statement, I think. I've read so much stuff in the last couple of days. It's all starting to run together. But there was, uh, I think, a statement that basically said that the conference uh, is unified uh, right now. And, and, and their goal is to stick. So, and, and, that, and that's exactly what I did. I said they're unified until they're not unified, right? Yeah. Yeah. I also read, I, and this was the first time I'd, I'd seen this, and, and a little bit of pretty good reporting by uh, the Oklahoman, but I read in the Oklahoman that back in, uh, you know, 2012, when all the last round of, you know, turmoil was going around, uh, the 10 teams, or they didn't say signed, they said agreed, uh, that they would be together until 2111, 99 years. And we see how that long that lasts. <laughs> <laughs> That's in dog years, I guess, huh? Yeah. yeah. Well, what it probably is is a gentleman's agreement, and mm-hmm. we know there's no gentleman in the league. <laughs> you know, I mean, basically, when, when all these things uh, start, you know, going around, these schools are going to look out for number one. In a perfect scenario, what happens to this league? I mean, can they, in your opinion, hold it together? Can they go find 
quote unquote a a marquee program to kind of to kind of plug in and 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 fill that void? Wow, that's a great question. Uh, to me, the perfect scenario would be for them to stick together the eight remaining schools and then add, you know, four more, those being, um, you know, let's say Houston, SMU, you, uh, maybe Central Florida and uh, Memphis or, or, you know, BYU or somebody like that. Uh, Cincinnati is another one that's been mentioned a lot. If you can add those, so you've got a competitive conference then, um, but at the same time, what you are lacking, so your best-case scenario is still not that great of a scenario. What you're lacking is um, a flagship school, a big, a big brand name, okay, that you can really uh, hang your hat on, like in Oklahoma or at Texas. And where that's going to hurt you is in your next – negotiation for your tv contract um you know does does smu does houston does ucf do these schools bring in that many eyeballs on the on the television landscape um you know probably not yeah yeah, i think we know that answer don't we yeah exactly so you know it would it would basically be a strong group of five conference. That's your best case scenario. Um, now, some people may say best case scenario is, you know, Baylor and, and three others, TCU Tech, OSU, whatever, jump into the Pac-12. I think that's problematic for a lot of reasons. And, and Tom, you and I were talking about it a little bit earlier today. Um, sure, you know, it may – it would – absolutely make the Pac-12 a stronger presence in football, in, in all sports, and a better, you know, recruiting uh, presence. You know, Pac-12 probably would recruit Texas, you know, the state of Texas better. That said, it's so problematic from a from a travel standpoint, especially when you start getting into other sports. Are, are Lady Bear fans going to stay up? till you know midnight to watch uh, a conference game against Oregon you know I just <laughs> we, we know the age of of that fan base I don't think so I mean and that uh, so now you're talking about really um, doing a lot of things that are going to hurt your, your your base so I don't know that the Pac-12 is the best fit all right, Bryce. I know you're working on a, on a story uh, for uh, for tomorrow's paper. And uh, I get, I'm assuming it's about where the Bears turn next. Is that kind of where yeah. you're headed with with the story? Yeah, exactly. What what's next for Baylor? And and I think you know again we I talked a lot about it there, but um, obviously we all know that nobody knows right now. I mean, it's a mystery, uh, and it'll be unfolded over time and. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, as I called it in the column today, it'll be a centipede story with legs for days. Brycey, always a pleasure. Thanks so much for your time today. Yep, appreciate it, guys. See you later. That's Bryce Cherry, the Waco Tribute Herald. Uh, it's uh, it, And again, everybody has a, a different perspective board. Everybody has a different view. Everybody has a different recommendation. And, uh, you know, ultimately, uh, this thing's going to be dictated by 
where Texas and Oklahoma ultimately land, and I think that's pretty clear that they're headed to the SEC. And then where does the leadership of the conference, where does the leadership of the member institutions take this conference? Uh, do they bust it? Do they do they f- keep it together? Do they add a couple of uh, a, a couple of teams and just continue on, or, or, or do they seek out a a a flagship program, if you will? Uh, I, there's it, it's it, you know at the end of the day is <laughs> I don't like this. I, I'll be honest. I was I love the way the 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 makeup of the league was uh, three days ago, but it, it's clearly happening. It's going to happen. So, but it it, it truly is fascinating to watch this thing unfold yeah it is and i for me i think the big 12 is done i don't think that they can i don't know that there is a marquee program that they can bring in i mean i guess you could bring in byu we've heard that a couple of times today um maybe that pushes the needle but i don't i don't know that they'll adding them and smu and houston puts them in a situation to where they can get that big TV contract that they need to survive. I mean, I just don't know that that that's attractive enough for Fox or somebody else or ESPN or ESPN Plus to say, hey, we're going to – okay, that's great. That's a great conference. We're going to throw you all this money. They, they'll get a deal, but it may but not it, be the deal that they need. That's you're, what no, I'm you're saying. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. It's not going to be – I mean, they'll get some kind of TV deal, but they're not going to get the big money deal that they need to – move forward not going to be 35 million a year like it is right now with the big 12 no absolutely not, not even close i no. don't think and, and, and it's also where do you position you know they're talking about oklahoma didn't like that 11 a.m slot where where does where does this league fall from a tv slot oh, standpoint if, if it's that if it's those teams that we just mentioned yeah they're all 11 a.m yeah or they're all thursday nights thursday nights yeah there's there's a there's a million you know like ways. we see houston playing oh. every thursday night but or some of the tuesday night Tuesdays, games toward yeah. the end of the week i mean you know just to get on tv they take a tuesday night game that's what this conference will be yeah, I mean, you will you will be back on the the, the regional type. You'll stuff. be on the back burner. Yeah, you'll be on on the Bally's Southwest instead of a national platform. Right now, you got what three or four national games every year between Fox and ESPN. Well, more than uh, that. I mean, three or four a, a, a weekend. Week. Yeah, three or four a weekend. Yeah. You got that's what I'm saying. You're you slotted. Won't, you won't get that. Yeah, you're With slotted with that type of conference. You won't get that. No, you'll be lucky if you get one a year. And you know what that also does? It has a trickle down effect on everything involved in the conference down to the individual schools because they'll have less dollars to do less things and Absolutely. so it's just a trickle down effect this is and i said it's fascinating and it certainly is but it also is incredibly important that they figure out where they're going to go what they're going to do and, and, and do you know do their due diligence that's why i say yeah. from a dollars and cents it it may not be beneficial for any of them to try to hold the Big 12 together. No, we'll see. Uh, on our CNC Collision Center text line, I was talking about Mac Rhodes and his leadership. Uh, we did get one text that said that Mac Rhodes uh, let a three-time national championship coach get away, so his record isn't unblemished. So, uh, you know, and, and again, we appreciate your, your input to the program. All right, uh, 539, we got to step aside. We are running way late. Uh, we do need to talk about our good friends over at uh, – Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They've been serving Central Texas since 1943. Think about that. This business has been covering, uh, has been serving Central Texas since 43, covering four generations 
which is just unheard of in today's business environment. John and uh, Braden and uh, and all the Emory family do a tremendous job of uh, at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Their reputation <laughs> built one customer at a time. That's exactly how they go about their business and making sure that uh, their customers leave satisfied with their buying experience. Central Texas's largest structural steel pipe and metal building components distributor. And you wonder why? Well, <laughs> go back to what I just said. They're going to make sure that their customers are satisfied when they leave. They offer the best in custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns, uh, garage and carport covers. Uh, they do structural pipe. They also stock American-made grade 60 rebar, 3 8 inch to 3 quarter inch. You see, they're basically your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has locations in Bryan and also here in Waco at 913 South Loop Drive and Orchard Lane. You can check them out Monday through Friday from 730 until 5 and tomorrow they'll be open from 8 until noon and they're always open at PioneerBoys.com 24-7. Pioneer Steel and Pipe where they deliver and unload. Recently on the John Moore Show. Pat Nunley, our special guest in the studio. It's the good guys can win big. Mm-hmm. It really is. They are good guys. Now, they are nasty on the floor. <laughs> but they are good guys. They're good people. They, they, in the culture, you have to be a good person. You have to be a good teammate, great teammate. And so that's all cultural. But it's just nice to see really good guys winning really big. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Here on ESPN Central Texas. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Deidre and Dave, real customers who decided to give Good Feet arch supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. The pain would shoot up my heels. I would tiptoe out of bed because my heels hurt so badly. The pain level was over 10, and my doctor recommended that I go to Goodfeet and try the arch supports. When I went to the Goodfeet store, I had a free consultation. They allowed me to try on the arch supports. And took about three, four steps. Turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit arch supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. For over 15 years, Wings Pizza and Things in Temple has been your go-to spot to watch the game and fuel up on great food. As the name implies, you can get delicious wings in 15 different flavors and amazing fresh-made pizzas. But that's not all that's on the menu. Try one of their burgers, sandwiches, or wraps. Or check out their new specials, which include two for $28 meal deals or their family feast. And you can top your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Wings Pizza and Things is family-friendly and has more than 60 TVs, so you know your game is on. Go to wingsintemple.com for their menu. What are you supposed to do when you pull up behind a truck that doesn't even have a hitch? I mean, it's like looking at plumber's crack. Do you cover your kid's eyes? Look away and switch radio stations? Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters asking for your help to end this embarrassing form of truck nudity. If you have a truck, at some point you need to pull something. It could be a trailer to haul stuff off to the dump. Maybe a jet ski, a boat, an RV, a horse trailer, even just a bike rack. The point is, put a hitch on your truck's backside. 
And at Pickup Outfitters, we actually install more hitches than anything else. Whether it's a receiver hitch, a gooseneck, or a fifth wheel, we'll cover your aspirations to not drive a nude truck. And all hitches are covered by the Pickup Outfitters Lifetime Installation Guarantee. So cover your rear end with a new hitch from Pickup Outfitters on Lake Erie Drive in Waco, where we're fighting to end truck nudity in Central Texas. Check them out on our website at createacommotion.com hitches. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Known as the Cleveland Indians since 1915, the Major League team in Cleveland will now be known as the Cleveland Guardians. The name change will go in effect at the end of the 2021 season, the team announced this morning. The idea of Texas and OU to the SEC continues to grow. The Big 12 athletic directors and their university's presidents and chancellors held a video conference last night to discuss the possible moves. Both OU and Texas were invited to the meeting but declined to participate in the call. The Cowboys will place Amari Cooper, Demarcus Lawrence, Tristan Hill, Greg Zerline, Mitch Hyatt, and Chansey Goldston on the pup list as training camp opens. Rangers and Astros open a series in Houston tonight. First pitch at 7:10, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, 5:45:15 away from six. Fast pace, a lot of fun today. As we talk sports here on a, uh, what is this? This Yeah, it, yeah it's Friday, y'all. <laughs> I just thought I'd pass that along. Uh, quick uh, note here. I got a quick text here, and it says, any chance the Big 12 could somehow attract Notre Dame? I know it would be a long shot and doubtful. So, uh, and, and yeah, it would be a long shot and, and doubtful, in my opinion. If, if Notre Dame ever ends up in a conference, I think they've kind of put their, their – they planted the seed, Ward, that they're headed – to the ACC, everything else that they do is is ACC, right, Ward? Yeah, it is. All right, let's get to some other things here on the uh, grab bag. Clemson coach Dabo Sweeney said he'd like to see an additional change to the college football schedule. Uh, he said that uh, with if the potential twelve team playoff does come into effect, he'd like to see the season reduced to eleven games. And I don't know that I disagree. I mean, if it's about money, is then you, maybe you uh, maybe you do eleven games. So uh, that is Dabo Swinney's thoughts there. The Baylor Bear Foundation revealed the full array of ticket options for the twenty twenty one football season, and uh, season tickets and many plans are now available with single game tickets uh, being offered to the general public on July the twenty eighth. So if you want single game tickets, it's July twenty eighth. You're looking for a. Uh, a season ticket package, then you can uh, you can start doing that now. Pac-12 will consider having its teams for oh Pac-12 may have their teams uh, may consider having teams forfeit if they have to cancel a game because of COVID nineteen. That is a different twist for the Pac-12, much different twist than what they what their statement was a year ago. 
I mean, a year ago, they were like, let's cancel the season. Mm-hmm. And now they're saying, let's forfeit a game if you can't play. That's, <laughs> that's a different look for, for the uh, for the Pac-12. So we'll see how that goes. And uh, let's see. Oh, uh, this is kind of a cool deal. I don't know if you guys have ever done this, but uh, after uh, you know COVID-19 kind of shut some things down, the Little League Softball and Baseball Southwest Regional Tournaments are, are back. And uh, I think softball starts Sunday. Down in uh, down at uh, the Little League headquarters, off of uh, University Parks Drive, and and uh, the softball tournament starts Sunday and involves teams from uh, a local team from Robinson, so they'll be there. But uh, you'll also have Colorado, you have Louisiana, uh, you have New Mexico, Oklahoma, uh, and just you know, it should be a lot of fun. If you want to check out some high caliber softball, it uh, it's going on down at the uh, Little League. Admission to the Little League baseball and softball regional tournaments in Waco will be limited. Okay, so you can't go. It's going to be limited because of COVID-19 protocols. So only friends and family will get some passes. But uh, I do think that this is on television. Uh, it, it has, it has been, been on, in the past. It, it has been on ESPN in the past. So check that out. Softball is scheduled. Uh, uh, baseball tournament starts. Softball this Sunday. Baseball starts Thursday, August the 5th. So uh, that, that is cool that the, the kids are back. And I heard that they're going to do the World Series a little differently. You know, because of... Because of COVID protocols and because of visa op- lack of visas, uh, they're going. They're not going to have teams. There's not going to be international travel, so you're not going to have the team from Taiwan, and you're not going to have all of those teams uh, this year uh, up in uh, up, up in Williamsport. I believe that from every region in the U.S., instead of taking just one team, they're going to take two teams to 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 create the World Series field this year. So. Uh, and, and that's unfortunate, but that's the world we live in right now. So we'll have two teams from each region. So you'll have, I guess, two teams coming out of Waco, Texas, going to uh, going to the Little League World Series. So there you go. All right, it is 549. We are 11 away from 6 o'clock. And uh, let's see what else. Uh, they did get the Olympic Games underway, opening ceremonies today. And so there you go. We'll see how things fare as the COVID numbers continue to rise in Tokyo, but man, it looks like they are bound and determined that they're going to, they're going to march forward, but we'll see how that goes. And, and hopefully they can get the games played Uh, and they're playing the empty stadiums. So uh, it, it, that's an unfortunate circumstance, but bottom line is that they, uh, they are getting the games underway. All right. It is a five 50. We're 10 away from six o'clock. Big takeaway uh, today, guys. Uh, was there something that uh, jumped out at you from uh, one of our, our guests today? Interesting that Dak Prescott is going to get more playing time in the preseason games. Great one. Uh, and I think that, you know, that's that's welcome news because he needs a little bit of time to get back in the saddle. Uh, a- anything for you? My biggest thing is, well, you know, I'm a lo- born and bred, lifelong Baylor fan is – you know, you hope Baylor ends up in one of the power conferences. It's it's going to be an uphill battle from everything every one of our guests have said. Yeah, and, and for me, it's, uh, you know, I, I'm, all, I'm one of those guys that always kind of holds out hope to the bitter end. I think we've reached the bitter end. Uh, I don't think there's any way that this league, as it looks today, is salvaged. I mean, uh, it, it is a done deal. Uh, and, and, you know, it's it's over. Texas and Oklahoma, 
exit stage right. So where does this league go? Do, can they rally together? Can the eight remaining schools under the uh, direction of the commissioner, Bob Bowlesby, can they, can they rally together? Ward says absolutely not. It's a done deal. So it's every man for themselves. Yeah. You know, and that's what I was just talking to, to Bryce about. You know, they're unified until they're not unified. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, the first one that jumps besides a Texas or an Oklahoma, because we know that that deal's done, but the first one that jumps, then it just becomes, here we go. Because then you're at seven and it's all over with. So I, I don't know how Bob Bosby in uh, the, the commissioner's office in Dallas keeps that thing together. All right, uh, we will uh, we'll monitor it over the weekend, and uh, we'll keep you posted here on ESPN Central Texas. We're right back at it on Monday. Uh, we'll see. And, and you know, Ward, it, it, by Monday, this thing could be official. I mean, they were talking 48 hours in, in some of the reports that we've seen uh, over the last uh, 8 to 10 hours. Again, it has been as, as, as fluid as anything I've ever seen. When it got going, it got going. I think Texas and OU write the check and they're done. 76 mil. Yep. 76 mil exit stage right. If that's the case, when is their exit date? Immediately? Well, it can't be. It can't because, be because of schedules right. and TV um, for this fall. But I, it could be, I mean, it could turn around by the next year. Yeah, it certainly could. We'll see. All right, that is going to do it for us. Thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. Thanks for texting. We will do it again on Monday. Thanks to all of our guests for being a part of the program. John's got a Big 12 preview on West Virginia, and he's got that now here on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for today's Spectrum Big 12 football preview. Today, a look at the West Virginia Mountaineers. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Moore.